evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? the dial where the bad man touched you. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Bad Show for the week of August 1st. This is Anything Goes and Dave's already shaking his head at me like always. I just got issues with the words Big Bad Show. Big Bad just... Show? All right. Well, okay, we'll it, it restart like it. sounds like show takes it. No, we're not going to restart we anything. We can restart we it. We no, can no, if no. you want. No, no, That'll no. make you feel better about yourself. It, it it does. Like every it single I just word think you say ridiculous. is right. No. Okay. Anyways. No, God, no. That's no. not correct at all. Trust me, we all a lie know. say a lot of wrong things. All eight of our fans know that better than anyone, Dave. All right. Well, if you want to put, uh, I hopefully we don't have eight fans. We voting uh, uh, ended this week for the uh, Canadian Comedy yes. Awards. Yes. I hope all the people that listen to this show got their uh, asses on to uh, CanadianComedy.ca and, and put down a vote for yep. us. Uh, and like voted I, for Walkinshaw, one of our co-hosts, was up for a female comedian of the year. Yeah. Vote for Christina Walkinshaw and vote for whoever the fuck you want for any of the other right. awards. But as long as you voted for us, that's what's important. That's right. Uh, if you've never voted for anything before in your life, vote. I hope you voted for us. Yeah, and I'm going to record my uh, my speech if I win because I don't think they're going to replay it. Uh, the word cunt is going to be said a lot. It's going to be quite enjoyable. <laughs> is the uh, is the word uh, uh, someone's name that started with Jeff? Is that going to be? Well, in your that vote? might happen. That, that might, might happen, happen too. That might happen. I just don't. You know what? I think for, uh, voting for any sort of CBC production is throwing your vote away. You might want to win an award if uh, if you were on an episode of the Debaters, but for fuck's sakes, you are throwing your vote away. Just wipe your ass with your vote. Well, that's because Dave has never worked for a CBC program. I, on the other hand, am currently working for a CBC program. I do not believe voting for a CBC program is throwing your vote away. Well, your vote, if someone's voting is not going to change anything, really. That show's going to still stay there. Maybe. And us not getting a uh, an award might change You think change that's going to change us? <sighs> it yeah, might. A lot more chicks in here. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is that the guy who's won a Canadian Comedy Award? He's got a Hasn't beaver. I'll show you mine. Ooh, har har. I'll, I'll have a new blunt object that I can pretend to bash right. over the back of your head. So this week I was supposed to be in Halifax shooting the Mr. D show, Jerry D's uh, show on CBC, uh, but through uh, some changes in schedule, I'm back now. So uh, I'm here to bother Dave even more. He thought uh, he had the week off. Well, I, no, uh, I, I thought I would have the the week of uh, verbal uh, abuse. Uh, that's right. Uh, for me. That's right. And this week on the show, uh, Russell Peters was the special guest star of the episode, and he uh, it's uh, it's quite a departure for him the role is not super funny but that's on purpose it's an actual kind of like dramatic uh thing for him getting dramatic on the jerry d well i mean what i mean is like everything else is funny around him he's not the eye of the funny right he's like very straight i'm not not a very special episode where he's shooting heroin and he's in a dumpster you know very special mr d yeah no but it's he's got he's you know he's the straight guy and you know russell isn't normally the straight guy in something and it's going to be very interesting to see what he does okay i I almost made a gay joke but i won't go right ahead go ahead uh so is russell peters is he like uh is he mopping the floor or something like that and he and he looks into jerry d's classroom and goes you know jerry and then he spins some wisdom so, on. Okay, him? let's break that down. First of all, you used racism right off the top because he implies he's a, a janitor. janitor. Yeah. How's that second, racist? Secondly, I know a lot of fucking white janitors. Secondly, then you gave him Sean Connery's accent. Hello. Sure, Mr. Yeah. D. What the fuck is that all about? When someone's gay, they're well, automatically was, Sean Connery oh, so from the hunt I, from I, Red I, October. I, I should have bumped it up and just like, oh, excuse me, Mr. D. Oh, there Let you me go. Tell you something. There you go. When now I'm you're not back cleaning in here. the walls of your school that you make a funny thing about. You're on fire. You're on fire. No, but you 
were just asking me to be more and more racist. And I didn't racist. ask. I didn't ask. Yeah, yeah, you did. dug your you own hole. You kind of did. Well, you gave me a shovel and you right. said go at it. I gave you a spade. But, we'll leave that one alone. Well, I uh, no, you gave me a shovel. And then I uh, I don't think I ever actually know. I, I know a lot of white janitors. So There's do I. A guy, <laughs> so, so, do I. so how is it racist that just I made Russell a janitor? gave him the shittiest job. Oh, what, should in... I give him a... First of all, there aren't a lot of cabs in uh, Halifax. Oh, see, they... there we go. Right to the cabs. Good. No, okay. well, you said janitor. And then yeah. I said, go. Oh, what uh, another right? stereotypical yep. one would be yep. a, okay his convenience yep. store good and there's an episode to get on a bus and a Chinese guy's driving the bus and some of the kids don't come home alive is go that, ahead is that I don't I don't know the script. no that's is that not one true that but I'm just using every stereotype I can yes I'm the driver oh you're the driver yeah they and just you shine your, a lot of bright light in my face I give, look Chinese and you give yourself some chinky eyes and that's yeah, what happens that's right that's okay. right all right that's what happens okay maybe sure. that's what happens on CBC television and does and do the throwing your vote away one racist comment at a time. I'm I'm just saying that if Jerry D doesn't win or that show does not win an award, it'll still be on. Yes, and you probably might be right. we would still be on. You might be right. Yeah. Now that we uh, dug ourselves into that kind of probably trouble hole with all the mm-hmm. racist comments, let's talk about the did big we, bad. We say big bad all show now. Uh, controversy with uh, Dane Cook, who got into trouble at the Laugh Factory last week by doing a joke about the Aurora, Colorado uh, shootings. Uh, Aurora. Is it Aurora? Yeah. I thought it was Aurora. Aurora is the place with the gorge. Okay. All right. Thank you for correcting me. Aurora. And uh, he made a comment and made a joke about the Batman shooting. Now, just to be... I don't know what the term is, but let me read what he what he said, and then I'll, and I'll get into my point. Uh, so the joke roughly is, so I heard the guy came into the theater about 25 minutes into the movie, and I don't know if you've seen the movie, but the movie is pretty much a piece of crap. Okay, well, first of all, I haven't heard one bad review Neither for the movie. Neither have I. But, I saw it, and I thought it was a great movie. But let me tell the joke, and we'll say why he said that. Then he said, I, I know that if no one would have uh, came in, or if none of that would have happened, pretty sure someone in that theater about 25 minutes in, realizing it was a piece of crap, was probably like, ugh, fucking shoot me. So, you know, it's the old, uh, you know, this is a shitty movie. I'd rather die than sit through 90 minutes of bullshit. I've, I've done jokes similar to that, you know, 15 years ago on Amateur Night. But it's not so much about the quality of the joke. First of all, uh, he has to say the movie is shitty, which a lot of people don't think is shitty. Otherwise, it makes no sense. Can someone come in and shoot me during this half-decent film? You know, it doesn't make any sense. Well, it was more than half-decent. But I know what you're saying, that he has to... I thought it, it was just a, a, a cheap, uh, yeah, a, a, a bad unfunny joke. joke. Bad joke. And I, it, it seemed like a really bad attempt that, I mean, Dane Cook has this sort of uh, image painted of him uh, of like this remarkably successful guy that steals right. a lot of jokes. And uh, so he decided to do one of his own jokes sure. on, on the Batman thing. And it, uh, you know, it, 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 it turned inward on him. I know, but I still defend his right to do it. I don't believe in the too soon. I mean, this is a different argument, whether it was a good joke or not, or right. whether he's trying to be edgy to be cool and, and be more like the big rock star comics of today, like the Louis C.K.'s or Jim Brewer's, that I kind of Category. It wants to be like a, a Dave Attell kind of comic. Right, of Dave just Attell, like yeah. The comics and fans go out to see. Right. And I don't think that's ever going to happen. He should just give up that fight. But I do give him the right. The too soon is bullshit for me. I think, uh, you know, it's the next day he wants to make that joke. Some people laughed. People in the audience did laugh at the joke. There was some laughs. Yeah, but I think a lot of people just, uh, if, you know, they're Dane Cook fans, that they're right. always going to sort of, you know, every time he pauses, like, this is where the punchline is, that right. they'll laugh. Some of the people gasped. Like, uh, like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. Right. You know? But I didn't I make a similar joke on this the day? This is where of, I was going. Okay. And the, the next day, we were in, um, uh, was it Vaughn, Ontario? Actually, technically the same day. Same day. Uh, oh, that's right. That was reported. Uh, Vaughn, uh, Ontario, we were at a comedy club, and you pretty much made the same joke on stage uh, to the crowd. What you had insinuated is that. Uh, 
Thank you for choosing a safe environment for your entertainment dollar. Thank you for coming for to a safer form of entertainment tonight. We're, right. We're at a comedy show. The only person that gets hurt is the comedian. And then you said? And then I said, uh, hey, you know what? I've had some shows sometimes that were so bad where I wish someone came into the room with an automatic rifle and ended this shit. And I then was, some people gasped. And some, right. and it was a couple of chuckles. And then I always, then I backpedaled on purpose just to, uh, you know, uh, to hedge my, you know, uh, Actually, I would say more people laughed and didn't laugh at that joke. Right. You got a pretty good response. But then I tried to backpedal by saying, right. well, hey, all I'm saying is that yeah. I've had some shows that I wish ended up ending sooner because right. they haven't been going well. Right. And, uh, you, think... and you use a travesty the day of on the back of that. Well, yes. So I you did. don't believe in too soon either, really. I don't believe in too soon, but I, I didn't sort of, I, I didn't necessarily make fun of what Your happened. joke is actually worse than his joke. Well, is it though? How is it worse? Well, I think it's much, much more severe. Well, I did it the day of. Right. And uh, but I also and said yours was a planned kind of joke. It seems like more of a just kind of, hey, one little comment then moving on. Well, and we don't actually the, the thing about the Dane Cook thing is that we don't didn't, switch. Don't no, you think the I'm joke just, is all worse? I'm, all I'm saying is that we don't know what happened five minutes before or five right. minutes after. So that's right. You know, we're watching a piece of uh, like someone yelled out, tape. do a joke about the Batman tapings. Yes. Like Rape jokes aren't that, funny. Yeah. yeah. Like that kind well, of thing. They still can be funny. Right. Uh, but also I, 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 I drew in the tragedy into the uh, environment that we were in. At that right. moment. Right. Now, I think if Dane Cook said. Now, if someone was being raped in the theater at that exact moment and they got free, then that was probably a good thing. I'd be like, hey, can you keep it down over here? Some of us are trying to watch a movie. Right. If someone was being raped in the right. theater. But it's sort of like if, if he drew it into his own experiences by saying, hey, haven't you ever been on a, on a date with a chick and it's going horribly and you wish that someone came in with an automatic How rifle? Is that any different? That's no because fucking Because he's, he's taking himself out of. That's how I'm saying that he could have no. made it an okay it's still, joke. It's, you're still using the tragedy. He's. No. Uh, I'm taking the Making actions a joke of, on the the back tragedy, of a tragedy, but I'm taking it out of the movie theater where it happened and just say, hey, haven't you ever been somewhere and you right. wish that whatever's going on could end right. sooner? It doesn't That's, matter. You're yeah, still using it on the back of a tragedy. I've, well, maybe I am, but I, I think I, still, I thought I your joke was funny. Don't get me wrong, but I think that, you know, Dane Cook gets a bad rap because everyone wants to hate Dane Cook, and we've argued about this before, that when he went on the uh, Laugh Factor and did some edgy stuff, that if Doug Stanhope had done that material, we had a big argument about this in the past, and I sided with him. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. If people don't want to like it or not enjoy it, they have the right to say they don't like it, but all these people are, it's almost like this kind of bullying mentality against Dane Cook because he was almost seen like a bully on his way up. It's a witch hunt. It's a, it's witch, a fucking witch hunt. It's a witch hunt. And if when, when we get closer to December, I'll start talking about the war on Christmas. Right. But anyways, and Dane Cook I think, does I think my great joke was Sean Connery. Uh, yeah, but still it's Sean Connery. Right. It's a fuck. Yeah. Uh, but it, I think my joke was completely acceptable because I took it out of the environment. That we I don't think it. it matters. I think it does matter. I don't. I wasn't making fun of the people that got shot in the theater and he sort of was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was making fun of the fact that you're watching a shitty movie. You feel like saying, oh, I wish you would die. That's not making fun of it. You're doing the same thing. You're taking the tragedy right. and using the tragedy. Someone coming in and shooting everybody in a thing so you can go home early? That's worse than what he's saying. He's saying the victim is. in the thing is like, oh, I wish I would die. Uh, he is saying him getting shot, not you. You're saying everyone else is getting shot so you can go home early. And the date that I'm with, too. Yeah. And I think that, uh, well, waiter, do I have to play, do I have to pay for this bill? Like on the first date, do you have to go to the hospital with her, or do you just say, hey, I don't know who she is? Uh, no, I think I would go to the hospital. Yeah, you got to Well, it depends on, on how far we... Uh... <laughs> I'd, I'd finger, okay, we're done. I'd finger banger in the waiting room. No, I just no, I'd say I'd, no. we'd make out in the well. That's where the gunshot was. Right. Maybe this. Maybe this will distract you from your uh, bleeding okay. wound. Nice. 
you know what? I saw some uh, protesters outside the uh, the women's clinic in Cabbage Town today on right. my uh, on my way uh, uh, to work earlier today. Uh, and just I, so everyone understands, there's a, there's a women's clinic. Uh, it's called a women's clinic, but everyone knows pretty much abortions up, happen at this women's clinic. And out front of this place, across the street, there's many people with signs. Most days, there's like at least two or three people, yeah. different people each day. Uh, you know, saying you know, right to life, the think of the child, don't do it, all that. You know, standard stuff. Right, right, right. Well. Well, they, uh, you know, and also if if uh, if you're a fan of the TV show Degrassi, it's the where uh, Spike got her abortion. Yes, that's, right, that's yes. the same uh, yes. a clinic. And uh, today I drove past these people, you know. And, and don't you wish Spike same, had the child? Really? I, I never watched it. It would have been a better spin-off show. It would have been like the Jeffersons, you know what I mean? With the Sherman from, Helmsley died. I know, that's why I brought that up. And you know what? Supposedly he was gay and never came out of the closet. Well, that's sad. <laughs> Is it really? Well, let's see. When his well, whole it's, life. it's too bad for him. Yeah. yeah. And maybe he was on the down low or something like that. You know, Freddie Mercury else. didn't say until he was fucking almost dead. He didn't need to say it. I know. He would be one of those like, <laughs> oh, fuck, you know. It's like there's this very there's this very big burly uh, comedian who has a great voice like this. And he's on the uh, with the, the gay channel, yeah, Pride, the radio channel, Pride, Pride, Pride radio, yep. radio. And it's sort of I've done shows with him. And 10 minutes into his act, he says that he's gay. Right. And I'm like, fucking, we know. Come yeah, on, right, we really right. we know. But right. anyway, if he so, threw a bag of cocks on stage and a bag of vaginas, he's going for the bag of cocks. I would be more like, where'd you get all those? Are they You're breaking pussies? the joke down now. I got them from the tragedy in Colorado. They're all just sitting there. Yeah, but you know what? At a re- at a comedy club recently, someone did throw a bag of cocks and vaginas on stage. Right, and uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't too funny. Yeah. The uh, anyways, I saw these uh, these women were outside this uh, abortion clinic or women's clinic, as I uh, like to call it, because it's easier for them to get sponsorship that way. And, uh, uh, <laughs> and I, it, it was just brought it, to you by Toyota. If you yeah. got to get to the abortion clinic, get there quick. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to lighten your load, yeah. here's the only thing between fuel trimester mileage. three and four, and it might be illegal for this to happen. Take a Toyota. Uh, yeah, if, if uh, a trip to Mori is too expensive for you. Yeah. The uh, actually, they should start doing abortions on Mori. Yes. The um, you were never going to be the father. That's Yay! right. Cut uh, the cord. But anyways, what I'm saying is that uh, it, it, it just it, it ringed true to me again once uh, more why I should not have children uh, because I uh, drove past these women and I immediately thought of you and seeing if you would like to do this uh, yeah. fun experiment with uh, your kids. Yes. And just go up to one of these women that's holding a sign that uh, these uh, right to lifers and just say, here, hey, can you hold on to my kid? Can you watch my kid for a few years? Yeah. And I just thought, well, I shouldn't have kids just because I want to play practical jokes with them. No, you should. Well, not with them or no, against them. No, you should. Them. That's the reason that's you have children. Reason that's the reason you have children. Have you done some practical yes. jokes with your yes. kids? What have yes. you done? Left them in a mall for half an hour, see right. if the Amber Alert went off. Oh, yeah, lots of things. You haven't actually, you know, hey, just ask that guy if he has free puppies in his van. That's right. Where is he? I get all my free milk because my kid's on the carton. <laughs> That's how I get free milk. I don't think it does. I don't think you could go up to the guy at the counter and just say, "Hey, look, I, I found this kid. That's can my I have, kid. This, milk can I have this milk for free?" I think. I, I think. Yes, you would that's have, how it works. I think Russell Peters behind the counter would just say, sure, "Sir, just because you found now, that kid, now he's never going to come on the show. Way to go, Dave. <laughs> he wasn't going to come on. I anyways. know. All right, because uh, he's afraid, man. Yeah, afraid of the man. Afraid of us attacking him. Yeah, well, um, that's uh, we got to go <laughs> to the that, that, that was the end. That's the end of that little thing. Uh, and uh, which we're hunt gonna, for comics. And yeah. uh, now we're going to have uh, guests come in. Tyler Morrison's going to be coming into the studio, and we also have Matt Billen coming into the third segment. So stick around, and Tyler's up next. Still waiting for the bestiality videos to get their own category at the Adult Video Awards. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, this is Boyd Banks. You are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Sirius XM Radio.
better than crack horse. They never stay the whole hour. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, this is Anything Goes, if you're just joining us. And sitting in the studio is comedian Tyler Morrison, who has been running for the last couple of years a Cottage Country Comedy Festival and is going on August 10th. Is that correct, Tyler, that's starting? Yeah, well, it starts actually August 9th. August 9th? Yep. Okay, and it goes till when? The 11th. The 11th, okay. Yep. So this has been an annual festival that you've been running for how many years now? It's the fifth year of the festival. Fifth year, okay, great. Yep. So uh, we're going to have you in. We're going to talk more about the festival. The one thing I did want to bring up, because we didn't have time off the top, is uh, we want to talk a little bit about the Olympics. Olympics. Now, Tyler, you said you haven't watched any of the Olympics yet. I haven't watched any of the Olympics, but I heard all the opening gunshots went off in the movie theater, so... Yes. <laughs> so we're off. The race is on. Can I just say one thing about that whole the shooting in, in Denver thing? Sure. Why, why couldn't uh, that guy gone out into the uh, porno theater, the one that Fred Willard was at, right. why couldn't Fred Willard be jerking off to the uh, uh, Batman movie, and then he could have just thrown his cum at the gunman, and then you know, right. the two stories come right. together and, and make a happy ending. And the gunman is like, fuck, this is a Spider-Man premise. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, right. What the fuck is going on here? I know. I got a whim all over my face. As long as it's not Wolverine, he's okay. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> Wolverine's real, though. So I watched a little bit of the Olympics, and I watched uh, Canada win its first medal, and they're bragging a bit about it, because uh, past Olympics has taken seven days at least to get our first medal, and we did it in day two or three. And we won the bronze, and China won the gold in synchronized diving for women. And uh, I made a little jokey joke on Facebook that uh, the Canadian whispered in the Chinese uh, ear, thank your child for making our shoes. And uh, some people liked it, some people didn't. It's the old hacky trying to make shoes joke. And uh, I haven't been watching much of the Olympics, and I'm not that excited about it. Uh, other years I have been, but for some reason I'm just not that excited. Is it because we're Canadian and we're probably not going to do better in the summer as we do in the winter? Well, I, I did, uh, what Olympics have you been excited about? Oh, it's some Winter Olympics I watch a lot of for some uh, really? reason. Yeah, but but you don't participate in any winter Look sports. Look at me, of course not. No, I, of course that, that's yeah. why I'm just thinking that like, but you don't participate in any sports. So no. why should you should watch all the Olympics? Because right. but you just watch the winter ones because we have a greater connection to that. Maybe it's because you're stuck inside more. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's when we when we <laughs> actually have a chance to win. Yeah, <laughs> and that too, you know. And it's I guess not that I don't really care if we win or not because I'm not really that much of a nationalist and that kind of stuff. I kind of cringe when I see people wearing too much Canada stuff. I don't mind a Why shirt or something. Why is that? Americans don't don't because uh, I'm run not American. Away from that. I'm not American. I'm not well, saying it's I know wrong, that, but, but no, I'm not saying. I know that you're not American. I'm just saying that like Americans have no problem with waving their flag around. Some more than others, but I mean, it it seems a very Canadian thing that we've lost a certain. Uh, I don't you know, know. national like, pride. I've never really, you know, it's where my parents fucked. That's yeah. how I look at it, and that's I live here, and I'm glad I live in Canada for what we have, but I don't have to wear a T-shirt or a backpack. Like when I went through uh, Europe in the 90s, I didn't put the Canada flag on my back. Well, why not? I just didn't. I just, so what? I think you should be thankful to be Canadian, not proud to be Canadian. Like there's a difference between, right. you know, having that opportunity and, uh, you know, making something happen for yourself. So. Do you think we need to have more exciting sports in the Olympics, maybe? Because we were talking about equestrian, Dave, and you had your point about that. Well, I just, uh, I mean, there was, there was a very, uh, there was a Canadian upset today about there was some uh, equestrians that uh, fell off their horses and some Canadians, actually, that were, I think they were medal hopefuls. Right. And, uh, and they fell uh, during uh, their uh, runs around the track. And uh, as you, I, you know what, I don't know, you know, hey, it looks like the horse is doing a lot of work. I don't consider them athletes, uh, even in horse racing. I mean, those are, they're, they're jockeys. They're, I don't know if they're athletes. It's the old Christopher Reeves test, and if you don't uh, pass it, you're fucked, so. Right, right, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. 
To I me, just, I don't know. Just like, what does what does the horse get out of it? It fucking it can brag to its friend. It can jump higher. Well, <laughs> that's it. I think the horses <laughs> should Check be this out. They should be happy that they're getting taken anywhere. But they they bring their own horses over there because they're the yeah. horses they trained on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, you brought up the Christopher Reeves point. I, I don't. It's like ask the ask the horses. Do they want to do this? I think they'd be happier running around in a field. Name or something any like animal that. that wants to do the sport that it's involved. Really, uh, I think dogs are happy. Like the <laughs> I did a rod race dogs and stuff. Maybe. That's I always motive. maybe for mile two and three, but uh, mile forty five and fifty, I think they're like fuck off with the whip. I want to lie down. I always I get my dog. I would get the dogs motivated at the Iditarod races by eating another dog in front of the other dogs. I hope that they would make. The, I hope they would make that connection. Like rawr, 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 rawr. I would eat that. This is going to be you. Rawr, rawr, rawr. That's the sequel to Iron Will. But uh, <laughs> yes, I don't know if you knew this, but after Christopher Reeves was uh, injured during uh, his uh, equestrian time, uh, he went on to direct a lot of movies. But uh, in every scene, he uh, requested a horse be murdered. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if the scene wasn't going as well as yes. it should have been, and it's a common knowledge that he wanted to direct Hot to Trot three. Just skip over yeah. two and just go right to three with Bobcat in it. Hot to Trot three in three D. <laughs> or uh, or uh, 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 a sequel to uh, They Kill Horses, don't they? To, but it was going to be you called. Mother- Fucker. Yeah, you bet we kill horses. <laughs> and every it, it, when the actors would be like, "How do you think this uh, scene went, Christopher?" He would be like, "Maybe we should kill a couple of horses in the background." I think that would make a better. Yep. Front. That would have been hilarious. They're doing a remake of The Godfather, and you just hear Christopher's wheels squeaking <laughs> as he leaves the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pulls back the thing, and it's like another horse head. Really, Christopher? Really? Yeah. It's like yeah, three horse heads. There's not a lot of fucking super in this bed right now, motherfucker. <laughs> be funny if he woke up in the bed and instead of screaming, that he just laughs at the horses. Ha, 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 ha. Who put that there? That's right. <laughs> Um, all right, so you're you're doing a festival. Let's get back onto that uh, before we get into trouble with the horse stuff, because um, I know where Dave's probably going to go. I with don't that. like I don't like equestrians. I don't even think tennis should be in there. They there should we use go. their See? hands. All right, use their hands. <laughs> yeah. Really? Exactly. That'd be more exciting. Yeah, a lot more fucking points. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then so, you'd have to have the Americans have the, their hand glowing so you knew where their hand was, like the hockey puck. <laughs> um, can I, we got a, a, a tweet earlier today because people knew that you were going to be on the show, Tyler. Sure. Someone uh, uh, sent us a tweet saying, um, uh, when is gonna, when's Tyler Morrison going to start uh, booking comics on their comedic talent and not just because they're fun to drink with? Well, that's never going to happen. So. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Okay. When's Dave Martin going to get booked again? Because <laughs> Dave got so fucking hammered and laid down outside his hotel room. Yeah, I Dave. Got, I got tired of looking wow, for my key. That Who asked yourself? that? I want to know. Uh, and I just made that up. Nobody oh, actually okay. asked that. Well, that's part, of the, that's part of the prerequisite. I, of course, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. A, no. a festival should be fun, and you don't want to have yeah. a bunch of you don't want to have a bunch of a hey guys going up there talking about the program and stuff. Well, and, no, you know what? When I'm booking the festival, I'm looking at it like who is killing right now, who is sure. who's rocking it, and who's a good comedian, but also who's not going to just go back to the hotel room and be a dick, right? Especially with like on like the higher end, sure, like with like the bigger comedian, the headliner. Yeah. It's like, well, everyone who does our festival is pretty much a headliner at this stage. But right. the guys who, uh, you know, you bring in, you don't want a guy who other guys look up to that's just going to fuck off and and, right. and and not be part of the group. We want it to be a good atmosphere. And I, you you book your festival, sure. Darren. And, yep. and I think uh, part of it is is the group atmosphere, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing worse than, you know, you've got six people wanting to stay at the venue and party and have yeah. fun and party with the audience that just saw a great show. And the one dude's like, hey, where's the shuttle? 
Where's yeah. the shuttle? Where's the shuttle? They're just, you know, unfortunately, it's not just about what's going on on stage when it comes to the smaller festivals because these people who repeat people who keep coming every year, they want to have fun as well with yeah. the comics and meet them. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you just got to stay away from those that are only there for the show or know that and just book around that. Absolutely. And it's, it's okay if a guy's like that, but you have to know that beforehand. Yes. And the other comedians have to know that because there's nothing worse than having a young comedian on the show who looks up to a guy. Sure. And they're going to go up and say, hey, it's great working with you. And the guy's just going to brush him off and just right. go back to his hotel. You know, like just not be a part of it. Part of what you know a festival is is the atmosphere and the environment that you mm-hmm. build, and the fans can uh, feel that it reflects upon you know the audience too, and and I think that uh, the performances uh, definitely dictate. Um, the vibe of your entire fest. Now, one of the interesting things that you do at your festival that no other Canadian festival that I know of does is that you do a night of roasting, but it's a very interesting uh, night. It's not just roasting one person. Yes. Try to give an, uh, explain to people exactly what the night is. Okay, it's called Roast Roulette. It's a series that I that I created. I figured, okay, listen, Canada, we have a lot of amazing comedians. Everyone's really funny, and they're just not getting the shot at these comedy and central they're unknowns. Roasts. They're, they're unknown. Yes, right. You, you know, the audience doesn't really know these guys so how do we do a roast with unknown Canadian comedians so we put together a group of comedians to all do uh, let's say there'd be six comedians you can do maybe eight but six comedians works great they go up they do five minutes their best stand up that's uh, kind of reflective of themselves yeah it's a great it's a great chance for the audience to know who they are the audience gets to know who the comedian is and after those six comedians perform then the audience gets to vote by applause which comedian they want to see get roasted and when they choose the comedian that gets to get, that gets roasted they go up on the hot seat and that's when so like if, if someone like Mike Wilmot was on yep. to give an example to any of our American listeners a great yep. dirty comic in Canada you watch five minutes of him you get this idea that he's kind of like your dirty uncle a bit yeah. of a drunk right so <laughs> right away okay but you know that's his character yep. and that's his persona and then you vote to hear him being roasted so when you hear jokes about Dave uh, you know Mike was so hammered this or, or whatever yeah. you automatically understand because you saw his act already first exactly so, so it's so very they, important that they see that yeah and they can connect with it because they've right. seen their stand up and got to know the guy and it's like they're they have an invested interest in the roast because they they're the ones who chose him right and it's usually overwhelming who like we've done this a couple times sure and it's overwhelming who they pick I right mean, we did it the first time it was in my hometown so i was chosen you got sure. picked, yeah but the next time it was uh it was rob bebnick and it was his birthday so the audience knew right that it was rob bebnick's birthday and they Perfect. wanted to see him get destroyed so but it could it could be anyone. It could be the guy that is you know really funny, overwhelmingly the best, or it could be a guy who bombs and they hate him and they it, want to see other people make fun yeah. of him. And the right. show polices itself, so it's like you no know, anyone who bombs it doesn't matter because you know the now comedians... unfortunately do you have this uh, trademark? <laughs> uh, it's a great idea. No, it's uh, it's not trademark, but I mean everyone knows it started at our fest sure. and and we're gonna keep doing it and we've you know we're doing it again this year. Yep. Uh, to kick off the fest, we're gonna start it up right off the hop and get things off. On a on a real good foot, um, but yeah, we have a good time doing it. And, and I, I just want to say too, it's like no no comic is pissed off because they're not the center of the roast because absolutely. comics go up there and they also say, oh, and you know who else is here right now? It's a yeah. oh, look at who's sitting over there. It's a, a Rob Mayhew or it's a JP Nathan or yeah. And everyone gets shots taken at them. Yeah. And uh, I also actually have a quick question: Why was I deemed the pedophile last year? That you just every oh. joke that you made about me <laughs> had to do something about how I find couldn't find a kid to fuck. Because your on-stage character is pedophile. No, it is not. <laughs> do you I have actually, to 
find this out this way? You no, know that. I'm, it's well, first of all, my own stage character is not. It's more of a a, a womanizing <laughs> low life that hasn't grown up out of it being twenty six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just well, you had a bunch of kid fuck jokes. It was just and you a prank. It was just a prank. Oh. And uh, beforehand, like yeah. me and the other guys were like, let's fucking prank Dave Martin. Sure. He's uh, he that's doesn't. A pr- know- that's a prank. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. we're just, every funny. joke we're gonna write about Dave Martin is about right. about him him being a pedophile, and he's not gonna see it coming. You know what? You just don't like it because it's fucking inward towards you now. No, I don't. That's why. If you Actually, were, you know if what? someone came up to you and said, "Hey, we're all gonna get Tyler. <laughs> we're gonna do butt fucking jokes." You'd write ten great butt fucking jokes, well, and he'd I be don't... in here. Why is it all about butt fucking? You're like, "Hey, man, that's do I only have to do ten is. butt fucking jokes, ten. or can I, I draw my at least draw from my encyclopedia draw, yes. of butt fuck jokes?" Yes. No, but... I I was upset because there's more than enough shit that you could have done jokes about me, and they went this. Yeah, but there'll always be route. next time until you get hammered and lie in front of a room. And you can't <laughs> get back in. I, I wasn't invited back this year, so I guess there might there, not be. There might be part of there it. will be another time, Dave, and it's there always go. a good time. So no, we so, no. There is you know, no. There can is. I say, ab- can I say too? When I was at your uh, festival, I uh, I did get locked out of my room. And, I uh, or I couldn't find my so key, bad. but I woke up in my room somehow, <laughs> right. and I threw up beside the bed, and then nice. I found a I found a purse that had a bit of my vomit on it. And I didn't know. <laughs> nice. and I, and I, finding a woman's purse that you have no idea who she is in your room, you're like, oh fuck, what did I do? Yeah, I paid for that God. fucking puke, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Did you? I tried to yeah. clean up as much of it yeah. as I could. Oh, yeah, it's, okay. Okay. It's, okay. it's a it's a fun <laughs> festival, and actually, one of the things I wanted to say that both of you guys have the freedom when you book your festivals that you haven't had industry dictate to, to you who you have on. Well, absolutely. So that, yeah. that, that's what's great about it is because yeah. you don't yeah. you don't have anyone you know yelling down uh, your throat telling you who to have at your festival. And the so show you could, is you for the ha- audience. Right. As much as I, yep. for example, Bobby Mayer did my festival this year, and I love Bobby. We all love Bobby. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Some of the crowds, at some moments, got really uneasy, right? Absolutely. And the show is for the crowd. As much as I want them to all go, oh my God, Bobby's amazing. Sometimes it's not going to be that way, and you have to take that into account that these crowds are a different crowd than, say, a Toronto crowd. And do you? Find- find like booking your fest that you're kind of uh, educating the market up there of course it's like we're bringing in you know I, I don't like to say anyone's name or whatever but they're on so it like can a, say their name well so no what? I feel like up in the north and in the region they're on Ron James time they're used to yes. Ron James yes. being the main guy yes and there's nothing against Ron James Ron no. James kills up there he's a he's got his following for sure but that is who their frame of references yes so when you're bringing in a comedian who is very much the polar opposite of Ron right. They don't know what to expect, and so you're kind of educating the market, and you're showing them a different variety of what they can see. And not only that, you are competing with the idea of, I know who Ron James is, I don't know who this person is. Absolutely. Like, I just did my show with, you know, seven headlining comics, and most people are like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. (laughs) like, yeah, well, Google them. And and you've got big comedians there, too. You had Kenny, and you had Kenny, and Alan Park, and and Pete Zedlacker, all top comics. But some people actually said that when we were putting up the poster. We have no idea who these people are. Yeah, you know what? What? Google them and maybe you'll you know enjoy it. You're not a stand-up fan. I'm not knocking Ron James or any of the stars on TV, nope. but there are other comics just as funny as them that don't have the same options. That's and, all. And I think it's uh, I think it's safe to say in Canada there's such a limited um, market in terms of like overall mainstream exposure yes, yes. that there's so many guys that are awesome in Canada that these festivals the more that there are that are done yep. well yep. the more that it's going to uh, bring these guys to the forefront. 
who, you know, are killing it and they deserve to be. Comedy clubs are dying, and the summer especially they're dying, and there's more of these little festivals popping up mm-hmm. because it takes a lot of hard work to keep it going. Yeah. And it's only three days or five days, and now you guys are doing it three or four weekends a year. But mm-hmm. it started out as a small thing, and it grew, but it grew as a normal rate, you know? Yeah. So every year it gets a little bit bigger. It's You're organic. Not trying to, it's organic. So let's, we don't have a lot of time left, sure. but let's just name drop some of the guys you have coming in this year. Absolutely. This year we got Mike. Wilmot, we got Rob Pugh, we have uh, Darren Rose, we have, um, let me just think here, there's a whole bunch of- Are you doing another Scott Thompson night? Uh, no, we just did, we did we two did Scott that. Thompson okay. shows, and it was great, it was a very interesting uh, experience to bring Scott into Muskoka, because you don't know what to expect of with course. Scott. I hadn't, I'd only worked with him once at the Winnipeg Fest, and mm-hmm. it was killer, he's very, uh, well, he's, you know- he, Yeah, he's, he's new to stand-up, but, he, but, he, but uh, and he's only been doing it for a few years, but he's very uh, accomplished performer to begin with. And sure. And, Super confident, right? But also, sort of like, I was going to ask you that about bringing a guy like Scott, yeah. who's, uh, you know, very urban, and I don't mean that in a black sort of no, way. No, no, I'm no, saying no, no, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a city comic. Big and, city person. Yeah, yeah. and so and he gets does get very detailed about his gay lifestyle. Absolutely. And it's, it's very, very funny, and but very, very <laughs> eye-opening to probably a lot of the audience that might be up there. Now, yeah. how did he go over? Okay, the first time we brought we brought him in two shows, and we, we really wanted to bring Scott in because we found that uh, this this has never happened before, to bring a gay male stand-up comedian into Muskoka, which is, you know, there is that stigma that there is a lot of rednecks up there. Sure. But there's also a lot of people with money that are from Toronto that come up there, too. So yep. you're going to get Scott's fan base, but you could get the average comedy fan up there that doesn't that's on what I said, Ron James time, that don't yes, know any, yes, you know, yes. they do not know what they're coming to see. We've made sure that we advertise it as an X-rated show because that's what Scott's doing, some dirty stuff. And uh, you know what? The first show we did, it was a higher price ticket because it was in like a very small venue and he was doing a Q&A after with the fans and an Which autograph signing. Yep. Very cool, intimate experience. Yep. And we and we brought him in and uh, it sold out and he did... Uh, he did a 70-minute set, standing ovation, and then he did the Q&A and a standing ovation after the Q&A. He destroyed it. The Great. second show that we did was a different crowd. It was in a different town in Muskoka, and uh, it was a younger crowd. And it's interesting because you'd think that people who are a bit older are more, you know, maybe a little bit more sensitive um, to I find material. the exact opposite. Yeah, I know that you do, but I yeah. think that the stigma is that people think that older people are more yes. offended. Yes. It's not true. Younger no. people are more offended. Yes. And I feel that there were some people that were offended. Now, I was on the show, too, and you've seen my act, and it's, sure. a, you know, I'm pushing buttons, too. But I found, like, the people that maybe didn't like Scott really liked me. Right. But the people, that, if you're going to like me for my material and I'm edgy, then fuck you. You should like Scott yeah, for, for his sure. edgy material. Yeah. You can't say, oh, one person was too far. Not, right. Not on that show. Right. But anyway, there was, you know, it's it, there was the the aspect that um, they'd never seen something like that before. And they right. and we're pushing boundaries. We want to we want to shake up the, the situation. We want people to um, to experience something different. And we want it to be a different show. Yeah, so, you, you don't want it to be like a safe yuck yuck sort yeah. of one nighter that shows up in your little uh, absolutely community yeah. hall absolutely. room and stuff. Because we do have those shows. We have CBC yeah, Laugh Out Louds yeah. doing the show. Right. We give you options. There's a variety and we right. are not afraid to bring in. An edgy comedy show, and we have alternatives for you. Yeah, if as you long don't as like you build that. it that way, that's all that matters. Absolutely, you know? and, I think a lot and of young... Scott killed. By the way, there's just a few people. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. I get there's it. always going to be yeah. a, f- a few, but and but I I think a lot of the young people that you find get 
more like more quickly offended. I think mm-hmm. it's also because they've been brainwashed to be more politically correct, and they haven't yep. grown. They haven't grown up in the sense that oh, I, once they get a couple of, like bill, like I have to pay some bills and have well, to realize <laughs> how bu- much bullshit they're they're you know. Knee you know, deep the, into. The, the, the idea is that when you're young, you don't have enough life experiences, and you see everything very black and white. So I like or I don't like. Right. And then the older you get, and life kind of kicks you down, and you start seeing that hey, maybe I shouldn't be so judgmental, and maybe people are just different. That comes with age, and yeah. that's why older crowds generally are more accepting. Well, my uncle, who's a huge, huge redneck, and you'd think that he wouldn't like Scott Thompson. He's right. gone through cancer, and he's had throat cancer, and it was a, a major life-changing experience for him. And Scott goes on, and he talks about his cancer experience. Mm-hmm. Well, my uncle connected with Scott. You would sure. not believe um, how blown away he was by his act. And yep. he just, like, it, it totally changed the way he looked, you know, on, on comedy and to... Uh, to experience someone else's, um, you know, thoughts about going through that same yep. thing. And, uh, it, yeah, it's real interesting to see a guy who's like that who may, you know, come in with prejudice. You don't know what, yep. what he thinks. And and uh, certainly, like, I had no idea. I'm like, what's uh, what's my uncle going to think about the Scott Thompson show? He's here. He's having a few beers. And right. He may be a prick afterwards. But, no, he was blown away. And, and Scott Thompson's performance almost uh, – you know, it just made him feel better about his about his life. So these people who are younger who haven't been through yes. those things, they can't yes. connect to that, and no. maybe they, you know, they just don't understand. No. Scott's a very approachable, not approachable is not the right word, but he's a very uh, hockey-watching, you know, yep. beer-drinking kind of gay guy. And mm-hmm. he's, you know, you wouldn't know that he's gay just by talking to him. Yeah. Just because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have, like, that screaming, effeminate voice or anything yeah. like that. But right. I'm just saying, he's probably... Uh, a, well, this might be a wrong analogy, but he's easier pill to swallow for a, a redneck to go and watch than like a Trevor Boris or a Richard Ryder or something like that. Well, Scott understands the North. He's yeah. he was born in the he right. was yeah. from yeah. North Bay, and uh, yeah, no, I, I found it. I found it was an interesting dynamic having myself and him on the show. And uh, you know, when we do our acts, it's like I said, we're from two totally different places, but we have uh, very similar opinions on things, and right. uh, it works out for a good show. But uh, yeah, so that's that was we we brought them in, and uh, and then in August we have a completely different lineup of. And it's uh, August, so we, we got to wrap it up. So it's yeah. August 9th to ninth to eleventh, and okay. we have uh, on the ninth we have the roast roulette kicking off yep. the festival, followed by a Muskoka brewery party for the people that want to you know get involved in that. Sure. And then we have uh, on the tenth is Mike Wilmot coming in to do his his gala. It's the Going Overboard Gala at the Gravenhurst Opera House. Rob Pugh is hosting, and there's going to be you know a bunch other of other comics, great yep. comics on the show. And then on the the late night show that night is uh, Joey Elias in mm-hmm. Bracebridge doing our Club One venue with other comedians on the show. The Saturday is CBC Laugh Out Loud at the Reen Case Theater in Bracebridge, and that's uh, Darren Rose, Heidi Foss. There's going to be a bunch of comics. Sure. Ron Sparks, and then uh, the the after show is uh, it's Rob Pugh is headlining a show uh, venue called Peter's Players. What we're doing for that is a party bus tour. So we have two buses, and comedi- or all the fans get on the buses, and they go to see the CBC Laugh Out Loud taping. Then they go to see the Rob Pugh show, and then they come back to the Brace the party. Right. Yeah, and it's an after party in a parking lot, and it's going to be quite, uh, quite Great. an event. So, so tell, tell us the website where people can yeah. find out yep. more information than we got to get on the yep. run. The website is cottagecomedy.com, and you can check it out at cottagecomedy.com. Tickets are available uh, right online, and all the info is right there. All Perfect. right, well, thank you for coming Thanks, down. Tyler. Thank you. So much, guys. Really appreciate it. All right. Smoother than a stripper's area. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin.
Hey, this is Fraser Young. I am standing in a bathroom with all of my clothes on at Church and Wellesley. You are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on XM Radio's Laugh Attack. Wipe off your face. We're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey everybody, we're back from the break, and that was Tyler Morrison, and uh, in the studio joining us now is comedian Matt Billen, who I've known for uh, like 15 years now. It's been 15 years, has it? Uh, yeah, about maybe yeah, 11, 12. 11, 12 years? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I round it up. I always yeah. round it up by fives. Uh, <laughs> he's joining us in the studio, and we're, we're talking, during the break, Dave was uh, bringing up one of his uh, beefs, actually before the show, uh, when comics come on the show. And well, okay, we had, like, we've had uh, comics come on the show, and I think they kind of, uh, and I think like a lot of comics will uh, you know take a couple pulls off of a joint before they go on stage. Sure. If the show doesn't matter or if it's not a big deal or if they're just doing new stuff or they're not showcasing for anyone. Yeah, um, and so we've had a comic on recently where I didn't know once he came into the studio that he, he was a little bit high. But then afterwards I realized he was. And it was because he gave the most robotic fucking uh, promo that I've ever. Like, it, you know when someone sounds like they're reading? <laughs> Is it, and I'm, did I was just did like, you smell weed on me when I came in? No. Is this where this came from? No. Yes. I feel like I'm getting sandbagged. Yes. I did. Yes. I did. I did. Yes. <laughs> Did you smoke? It? Well, yes. but, see, the, but it's in my daily schedule, and if I don't, right. uh, at, at, know, at, like at a, a certain diabetic, point, you uh, realize, well, I can handle this, and I can still be on the ball. And then at a certain point, you're saying, oh, this just makes me stupid, right? Yeah. And it's and it's it's horrible to find out that it makes you stupid after you've done a, a show that is kind of important to you. Oh yeah. Have yeah. You, that's, have, that's me and booze, really. Really? Oh, so what is, is booze worse to, for you than than? I pot? used to be able to handle it, and uh, to be honest, the last month or so, I've noticed. Yeah, fuck. I, I'm I'm shit. I'm shit if I'm drunk. <laughs> like, well, I can't think. I feel right. like, fuck, I don't want to be on stage. I feel like I've already been partying. And right. Before, that used to, like, give me a little bit of energy. Yeah, and, it would yeah. kickstart the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go over those extra boundaries that you yeah. couldn't before. And now I'm like, fuck. Well, I know what it's like, you know, if you have a couple <laughs> of sips of scotch or a beer No, it's or like two. two beers. I'm really? fucking, I'm done. And then, yeah, you know what I I'm hate? I'm done. If, if I, and I, now I, I don't. sleepy. I, I don't fuck. smoke pot before I go on. I don't drink before I go on. Just because yeah. if, if you do stumble over a word, you don't want to blame the booze. You don't want to no, be like, oh man, man, it's that booze's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So you want to just yeah, want you want to keep your relationship with head, booze and yeah, pot. It's much you know. better. To, you yeah. know what the problem is too? A lot of young comics will see someone like you've been drinking and, and smoking pot for how long? Oh, of your yeah, life? since I was twenty. Yeah. Right, so a long time. Years, yeah. yeah, and they don't know that, right? Because you don't look your age. You look a little yeah. younger. Some of them may even think they're not that many years apart from you, yeah. or they'll look at someone like Wilmot, Mike Wilmot, <laughs> who is like obviously many years longer drinking, and think they can do that because Mike can pull yeah, it off, yeah, right? Exactly. Like oh, Mike Wilmot can get fucked up. Why can't I get fucked up? Well, well because, because you're not yeah, Mike Wilmot. He's an experienced, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. But there's also there's you know what I've and I and I love Mike Wilmot. He, he supported me. He's he's said yeah. great things and yeah. very encouraging to me. But I have been on shows where I've hosted where you know I've seen even some great comics have like sure. you know sets where you sort of yes. like oh maybe you've had a bit too much. Yeah, yeah. late I'm, show Fridays. They don't yeah. have many left anymore for a reason. Thank God. <laughs> but I've seen some. You know, Tom Stade's a great comic, but I've <laughs> yeah. seen him really fuck it up on the late show. Well, and also it's. What's funny is that like uh, a, you can always, a, a great comic might fuck up a little bit when he's riffing with the crowd. Yeah. But then once he actually starts a bit, yeah. And if he can deliver the bit, like uh, uh, it's like a tape recorder and pressing play. I've seen some comics, you know, yeah, they'll be like, "Fucking, the, who the fuck are you in the front row?" And then they'll start a bit, and it'll be like, "Perfect, stone cold sober, like a they, fucking record." Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, but and and some people autopilot. just can't do that. And I think at a certain point you got to realize that it's not going to make me more sharp. 
Don't yeah. puff a, now, have a couple puffs before you go on the. Internet. And Matt, you yeah. started out west, right? Like in the did, beginning yeah. of your career, and you yeah, saw a lot of that because a lot of Eastern guys would come out west and not have a care attitude. Yeah, yeah, and get They'd really fucked and, up. Yeah, yeah. And some of the one I got a different perspective on a lot of guys, and then right. I moved to Toronto. I'm like, fuck, they're not as rock and roll as I no, thought they were. No, 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 no. I know. Yeah, it was a, they'd save it for the West, get us all fucking addicted. They to do shit. Cranbrook or these <laughs> these one nighters where people just leave. send up shots and get all fucked up oh, yeah. and stumble off the stage, and the opener was funnier and doesn't matter because next week it's two new guys. Yeah. Well, the, the one thing that like now do you? Yeah, there's a lot of gigs out there where you don't care about who's watching them as long as you make the crowd laugh enough and they write a report. Oh, hey, these two comics were great. Bring them back. And as long as you can like, get over that hurdle, you're you, no yeah. one cares and you're fine. But uh, do you think there's too much of a spotlight on comics when we are? It just seems like there's less and less places to go and fuck around and have a good time. Right. We were talking about Dane Cook doing that Batman joke. And, uh, and who knows? Which, which, by the way, I got to say, the funniest part about that whole whole conversation was how you guys were so offended that he said the movie wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing about his bad taste about the Aurora tragedy. Oh, You're just yeah. like... And it wasn't a bad movie. Right. Who says yeah. it was a yeah, bad movie? Yeah. That's, this fucking guy's an asshole. Yeah, 12 people might have died, but fuck <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. What about the producer of that movie? The craft truck? All those yeah. people worked hard on that movie. You, should, you yeah. should just go back to stealing <laughs> material like a- so you see what fucking happens when you try to be original. But it's like, uh, first of all, I think that those people that went to go and see him at the Laugh Factory, they probably already had their camera phones oh, going yeah, sure. yeah, as yeah, soon as he got up on stage yeah, because it's... I think people almost, almost want someone to say out something outrageous just so they can- They know what's going to happen They can send and... it off the TMZ and maybe they'll get a credit for it and there's oh TMZ now wants me to show up at uh, airports and film and be an asshole in public. But it's so funny how they'll pick and choose the ones. It's almost like you have to be lame enough for them to be offended enough for you yes. to have said it because I mean no one's going. Have you seen Doug Stanhope and what he's? Right. I mean fuck that's his regular. Yes. Or no one's going. Darren Frost said yes. a joke. It was in poor taste. Right. No, it's it's almost like you got to be on this lame list. Yeah. Yes. Which I don't get because if anybody watches Daniel Tosh's show, yes, you go. Yeah. Fuck. Of course he said that. Right. And of course he doesn't mean it. And of course right. there's nothing. You know. It's fuck. Yeah. It's. Well, but, it's pretty pathetic. Nowadays they're just trying to fucking. I think the bloggers are trying to become stars. Off. Yes. Of, being the ones to uh, look, I believe the story. The yeah. yeah, yeah. I just it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't seem like there's a it's like, like comedy clubs on off nights are less and less of a gymnasium where we can go and practice our stuff. And I think especially in L.A., it's just they feel like you're under a microscope way too much. But I don't think anyone would react like that if Doug Stanhope did that bit because no, no, a, no. Because Doug even... is not that fame isn't famous to that degree, right? And people well, see people and, want to no, tear Dave famous down based well. off of. His is that kind is based of material off of that exact? Yes. So if you went there and didn't hear him talk about the shooting, you'd almost yes. be like, "What is he not watching the news? Yeah. What's wrong yeah. with yes. him?" Yes. Yes. We came to see his sure. his warped take on. Yep. On why we did what we yeah. did there. Why Americans are doing what we're doing to each like other. The whole yeah. You know, was, tragedy time comedy isn't leaving. That still stands, and yes. we're always going to laugh at a tragedy. Oh, I. No matter what, I agree. People just say, "Oh, that was too soon." Well, fuck off. Yeah. You know what's too soon? Now, how how soon was it after nine eleven that you were doing jokes? Because I know that, that you had, night, you've... it was a Tuesday, and it I had a Tuesday. show that night. And and, and, and the... the owner came up. She knew I had a Middle Eastern joke, a Middle East joke. It was a lame. You know, I think it was. You know, the punchline was, "Will there ever be peace in Manitoba?" Yeah. You know, my right. take on Middle East, all this conflict <laughs> in the Middle East. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, bombing in the middle. Hey, will there ever be peace? It was a lame joke, and she came up. Do not do that, and da-da-da. It was the first time I'd been censored. Yeah. And I remember going to Shane Ogden, a uh, fellow comic, and I was like, she fucking doesn't want me to do And fuck, I opened with it. Yeah. Right. right. And then it killed, because they thought it was, A, brand new and topical. Right. And it, was in, it wasn't in poor taste. No. 
And they were like, uh, and like, if anything, killed. you're making fun of yourself yeah, by saying Manitoba, how stupid you are. I'm such a burnout. How do you right. not know it's that a, a yeah. trade center just fell down? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I came off stage and she gave me a big hug and oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I you're right. You know okay, when to well, draw at the least line. She apologized. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I did that wouldn't. in Niagara Falls. Same thing. Casino gig. Yes, uh, the casino, I remember. He that. came up and do not do your 9/11 joke. We got Americans here and. I'm like, really? You're going to censor me under the sign that says an uncensored comedy club? Yeah. He goes, yeah, absolutely. Go, All right, okay. So then, yeah, I opened with it. And I even added a new joke about, you know, betting on craps, 9 11, you know. And, right. And it did great. And he came up and again apologized. Well, hey, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have censored you. You're right. Uh, well, you know, good judgment and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, see, a lot of those, because I mean, both those jokes, you sort of end up being the butt of the joke. Yeah. Because you're the absent minded comedian. Said, and yeah. I think that's how Dane Cook fucked up as well. It just that, was a bad joke. Yes. I think you it, know, almost, like, just about every joke can <laughs> yeah. turn back in on you. Yeah. If you're trying to be punny on an Aurora shooting, yeah. Yes. yeah like, uh, best to not. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think any subject's off limits, nor too soon. I think it's as long as the goal is not to hurt. Right. What's, you know, we're yeah. all just trying to get over it. Yeah. yeah. And, and and that's how you get over it. Go to right. a funeral. See how many and people laugh at Some comedy is mean spirit. You're all like fucking tense and, you <laughs> yeah. know, you feel just warped just for being, yeah, it's fucked. But some com some, some comedy is mean spirited. It yeah. doesn't matter how nice you present it. The core well, of the joke is mean spirited. Say, uh, there's always a victim in every joke, right. and hopefully the victim in something that sensitive is you. Yes, you know. Yes, that would be my thing. Right. But there's always yeah. There's always a victim in every. I just one of the things that drives me nuts is if Louis C.K. made that joke or Doug Stan, he would have done this with it. it. It doesn't matter to me who does the joke. It's it's too soon. It's just a topic that doesn't matter who it is. Anyone should be allowed to do it. Yeah. If fucking Carrot Top tomorrow had a great little prop and was doing it, I see more power to Carrot Top. Yeah. I mean, I don't think his fans would like, <laughs> like it. I, I, you know what? Actually, I want to see Carrot Top do jokes about <laughs> he that. He might. I he might see, eventually. I want to see him, you know, pull some World Trade Center towers out of his uh, trunk there. Or Who knows? Something else. Or, or uh, it, actually, it would be like a uh, it would be like a bulletproof shield that you have your popcorn holder in this too. It's like this is for the next time you go to the movies and you got a bulletproof uh, thing to put your popcorn and drink in. There you go. Send yeah. that to Carrot Top. I will. What's wrong with yeah. that? There's nothing. This this idea that only certain comics should be able to get away with uh, it. A lot of clean comics have dirty, fucked up material. They can yeah. never use it because it doesn't fit their crowd or their persona but some of the shit i've heard well, from clean comics and also with that argument the whole too soon argument is it's not even doesn't even matter what they say just the fact that you brought it up yes is wrong in their book right but we can watch about it on the news 24 yeah, hours a day yeah yeah they right. can loop it over yeah. and over and right. uh, interview everybody at their fucking hospital bed you know yeah. one of the funny things yeah, to, uh fire the fucking aflac duck guy <laughs> yeah. right you know, uh oh, ridiculous tweet. yeah it's like, ridiculous one of the things you brought up uh, darren a second ago was like i remember uh well the just for last festival recently wrapped up and it's a thing that's been okay. going on for a bit but i remember the the one year that i was there a million years ago they had uh, uh, Andy Kindler had his alternative show, sure. and one, and uh, Ray Romano did a set, and it was actually he did a bunch of like I remember Brent Butt telling me later on, but it was all like masturbation jokes right. that Ray Romano did. It was sure. all jerk off jokes, yep. at the, and it was seven minutes of like dirty, dirty whack off material. Right. Yeah. And uh, and Ray at the end of it just said, "Oh, that just felt so good," right. because yeah. when people go to see Ray Romano, yeah, there's not there's gonna no be way. a they masturbation want shiny, shiny. Joke. That's exactly. all they want. Yeah. Hey, it's like my That's mama like, and she uh, make a lasagna. It's like uh, Irwin Barker at the, the nasty show yeah. in Halifax. Yeah. I mean, that's why when everyone was talking about there's nothing funny about rape, and it's like, mm, actually, Irwin found it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And no one was offended. Yeah. Like, it can be done. Yes. You know, he was, yeah. Now, yeah. you, you have a bit of a conspiracy theorist angle on your 9-11 and your moon landing jokes. Do you, how much, like, do you ever just see a conspiracy and just go, oh, I can make a joke about this, but I don't believe it? 
Or do you feel like you yeah, need to I'm, believe the conspiracy before you to make a joke about it? Uh, no, I don't think. I mean, even the, the ones I do, I, I'm kind of on the fence. You know, yeah, I, I don't, I don't grab close to whatever it feels. It's almost like it's funny for me to go disbelief for a while, right? And just go, yeah, what the fuck? Why not laugh about it this way? Yeah, you don't have to take that home and think it. You know, it's, like people you, always question me over the moon. But when you do conspiracy like, material, there. Uh, and we, I can't remember who we had in here it was talking about, not this topic, but the idea is that you have to almost coach the audience. Oh, it was Pete Johansson. You almost have to teach the audience what you're talking about first sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in a big city, you can talk about some of these topics, but we all make our money in smaller yeah. towns. Yeah. And it's not that you have to dumb it down, but you have to explain to them what these oh, topics yeah. are. Yeah. So the that bit was is the, a, the art. I mean, I never could really get it into my main act. Was the moon landing? I mean, I'd always do it at like you know open mics or alternative yeah, yeah. rooms, or, right? So it always felt fresh to me. Sure. Yet it never, and now it has. It took me. It took me so long to just be to able shape to explain it. it, yeah, and be not you know not condescending. I'm not ramming it down your throat. No. But at the same time, there's also persistence. You just can't give up on the joke. It's yeah. like, all right, they're not on board yet. Fucking one more line, and right. then sure not, then they're rolling. All right, I got them. So their disbelief is open for this period. But and- you do kind of educate the crowd, and I've seen you do that joke. You talk about how you know you, you see the live feed that we get from Afghanistan mm-hmm. and how you know jerky that camera is, yeah. and then you see the moon landing footage, and it's like crystal clear of uh, you know it's like shot with like a thirty-five millimeter camera, yeah, yeah, them yeah. bouncing around in some soundstage in Los yeah, Angeles. Exactly. It's sort of like yeah, I, I like when I when you explain it to people, I think you got a lot of people leaving going, well, maybe the moon landing didn't really happen yeah i do love i mean that is a that is a fun part if you can make them laugh and think oh, when they course. go even if they don't actually believe but they go oh fuck that was a good point though yeah you know a lot of people will go yeah that live that was a live feed yeah, go, yeah apparently yeah live yeah, yeah. from the moon in the 60s well you know, it, and it's like yeah shit my, my personal opinion is that there that we did land on the moon there was a moon landing but the footage that we saw was reenacted and it was the footage mm-hmm. that we saw was faked and shot yeah. somewhere else because you yeah. couldn't if there they didn't have the technology well they didn't have the technology and also you can't have a conspiracy that huge where so many people were involved well that's where cube uh, uh stanley kubrick's wife even admitted that yeah they they had come to him and said you know we're not faking it we just want this as a backup footage for if we don't make it or, we, or the fuck up on the cameras yeah. we can still air it so it's rah rah we made it so nothing's, no one's lying. We're just misleading a little. Right. Bit. And right. the moon landing was a which, lot more than just like, hey, we're on the moon. It was like a battle between the yeah, technologies Russia, of Russia yeah. and America. So. Which apparently Russia doesn't want to be second. <laughs> yeah. Second sucks that bad. Yeah. I think you'd see a lot yeah, more snipe. It's just abandoned. Canada, well, we're happy at bronze. Yep. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, look we, what we got. Yeah, yeah, we can melt it down but and now, make some I mean, beer it's openers. almost like the further you go away from '69 the more unbelievable it is that they right. actually went there. Yes. Like it's actually funny that time isn't do them any justice. No. Like the further you go away, the more it's like, wait, how the fuck? <laughs> like, now it doesn't even exist. NASA closed down. I mm-hmm. think That's it, how far away they yes. are from going to the moon yes. again. NASA's done. Well, also we know that there's not much on the moon either. You know, this But, is- I mean, would you not want to go up there for a 50th anniversary party? or uh, Maybe. Yeah, I mean, know. they can't say it's money. Because money will fuck. Stop going to Iraq. You know, stop wasting a billion a day in Iraq. Yeah, um, right. not money. Yeah, throw the party on the moon for half Let's that. Go to the, I bet there's oil up. Richard Branson would pay for the whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, no, shave his head on the moon for cancer. <laughs> I'd fucking pay to watch that pay per view. <laughs> One of the things that uh, Darren wanted to bring up was the uh, the Chick Fil A uh, controversy about. Yeah, we uh, don't have much time, but let's, we, oh, okay. we we're probably not gonna have time for that. Yeah. Well, just just, just so you know, if, if you think that I, I personally, I think if you're it's, selling chicken, just sell chicken. I just think uh, I like how Darren's thing. We don't have time for that. Yeah. I think the rest of the media should feel the same way. Yeah. 
we don't have, I didn't know that shitty restaurant existed before this. Right. Why are we giving it free? Yes. You don't think there's enough redneck fucking right wing dudes that are like, fuck, that sounds like a great restaurant. Yes. Well, well just, Sarah like, Palin anything, went there today. Yeah, I bet. You know? Well, just keep in mind that Domino's Pizza in the United States <laughs> is, is owned by, is owned by, uh, that's uh, associated with Mitt Romney. So a lot of pro life groups uh, own uh, Domino's Pizza. So yeah. uh, if you're buying a pizza from there, keep that in mind. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Denny's, Denny's, and once Texaco they started, and, well, that was, yeah, that was I actually back did, in the eighties. One of my jokes about the Chick uh, Fil A thing I said in uh, in Halifax's last weekend is that I said, you know, can a company survive today by cutting off a segment of the population? Like, can you yeah. imagine that there was a company that said, we don't serve blacks here, we don't serve blacks? Oh, right, Denny's, and nobody <laughs> laughed. Like, nobody <laughs> knew that it's already gone. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. even that long ago yeah. that that shit all went down with Denny's, but it's already gone. That's well, how fast we're moving. Town Mar- Maritime. Well, they're Halifax. Like, it's a like, metropolitan who, city. Who's Denny? Yeah, what's Denny? Denny? What's, what's that? He doesn't. He's a fiddle Denny's player. Denny's not a racist. What the fuck was me and the mamas talk and the about papas? Denny's like that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're we're almost out of time. If people want to get a hold of Matt Billen, how do they do that? Four one six. What could go wrong? Uh, yeah, I switch my phone all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt Billen. Uh, dot net actually okay or dot com it'll fucking transfer it'll take okay perfect yeah. um and are you on twitter you i am just I, joined just, twitter, I just right? i just yeah. joined it well you gotta get actually, followers this is how it works the olympic it's the twitter olympic so uh you know out of that i felt you know what fuck okay so I, it's, I, it's just your name matt billen is the handle yeah. okay okay is perfect. that right did i say that right Hand, yeah. is that a handle it's at matt billen okay yeah you All gotta right. learn this is how you I get know, followers this is how you do it fuck Tomorrow will be from 7 People to 9 like, How now. old is this Matt Billen on this radio thing? <laughs> <laughs> and I love who, who those people that talk, they say See? things like, oh, who is this Matt Billen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually said the other day, I don't know what the kids are talking about. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, you're, yeah we're oh all the parents. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I couldn't be. My faux hawk says a lot. Well. Okay, <laughs> we're, out we touch. are out of time. Uh, I want to thank, uh, of course, Matt Billen, who's here with us right now, and Tyler Morrison, uh, August 9th to 11th. Check out his comedy festival and oh, go to actually, his website. I'll, I'll, I'll be at the and festival. And you'll be at one yeah. of the shows, right? I was looking him right in the eye as he was naming everybody but me. Right. Like, you nice. son of a What a motherfucker. I didn't sign that contract. Well, you take that I'm over on the roast. Good. You just be mercy. Don't no mercy on the roast. Then <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um. So please check that out. So Matt will be at that comedy festival this weekend, or actually, sorry, August 9th to eleventh. And uh, Dave, we have new episodes on iTunes. Uh. Yeah. We'll have uh, the what is it? The Dan Smith episode just uh, got uh, put up uh, yesterday, and then we'll have the uh, JP Nathan one up this week. Um. Later on this week. Okay, yeah. and August 4th in Bancroft, Ontario, I'm doing a show, uh, part of the Jemberry uh, Rock Mineral Festival. Yeah. <laughs> rock and <laughs> mineral. Rock and mineral. Roll, rock and minerals. So if you're anywhere near Bancroft, Ontario, August 4th, big comedy show at the Fishing Game Club. Oh, a lot uh, of jokes about yeah. Amethyst, yeah. Oh, fuck, man, look All at that. Right. So uh, check that out, and uh, my website's comedyhor.com, and my Twitter handle is at comedyhor. And Dave? Uh, you can find me at Dave Martin World, is both my website and my Twitter handle. And uh, I will be uh, at the a, the Yuck Yucks in uh, Kitchener in a few weeks, so you can check me out there with Steve Dillon. Perfect. Very, very All funny right. cat. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks Thank you, Matt, for coming down. Thank you, Tyler, yeah. for coming down as well. Cheerio. Yeah, yeah. As they say in Britain. Do let's they go, say that? Uh, Maybe. Let's go burn man, one. man who lived there for two months. <laughs> let's go burn one, yeah. <laughs> now you get all fucked up, Dave. Yeah. Go get fucked up. All right. Well, uh, I, 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 I didn't do even burn one? that one. I do. Okay. Yeah, I, I come let's fucking get ripped, man. Yeah.